0: Hi, my name is Cecilia Mandrick, and I'm a life coach. I've worked with dozens of high-achieving individuals who feel in control of every aspect of their lives except their own happiness. In this podcast, I'm helping to bring self-proclaimed overachievers the practices, mindset shifts, and actionable steps they need to build more contentment, confidence, and joy in their everyday lives. If you want to create more happiness in your life, relationships, or even just your Mondays, then you're in the right place. Let's get started. Hello and welcome to Happiness Created. I'm Cecilia, your host. Today, we're going to talk about letting others be as they are. So, in many parts of the world right now, um, depending on your um, traditions and um, culture, we are entering into the holidays, the holidays in bing quotation marks. So they started last week here in the US with Thanksgiving um, more officially, although some people maybe started even earlier, maybe after Halloween, and they usually last through the new year. So we're in the midst of them right now. And no matter what or where you celebrate, you probably spend time with your family So maybe it's at this time of the year, maybe it's at other times of the year, but this episode is for you and I'm recording it right now because so many people will spend time with their family or maybe friends or other people around the holidays. And if you do spend time with your friends and family, it might be easy, it might be challenging, or most likely for most of us, it's both. In this episode, we're going to talk about a concept called manuals, which might be really helpful for you and how that impacts our interactions with other people. Um, next week, we're going to talk about boundaries because that's also can be very helpful and also really similar. And often, when I talk about manuals with people, they ask about boundaries. So stay tuned for next week and the boundaries and how to create healthy boundaries for yourself, what a boundary is, how to uphold one, etc. So. For this episode and letting people be as they are, I'm going to offer two thoughts that will come up later, but I just want to kind of note them very explicitly at the beginning. So one of the thoughts is, my way is not the right way. And the other thought is, that's just so-and-so being so-and-so. So those are two thoughts that I think are really helpful when I spend time with family. And so I'm going to give them to you right now. There's some other thoughts woven throughout the episode and you can come up with your own, but... Those those two. There you go. Those are two gifts for you. All right. Are you ready to begin? First of all, I want you to think of a family member or someone you interact with. It could be a colleague or a friend that is challenging for you. So you might say they're triggering or they're tough to be around. So just bring them to mind. And then I want you to think of what they might do or how being around them might be made easier. So if you made a list that contains anything, so if you made a list of things that they could do differently that would be easier for you, you have a manual for them. That is your manual. The way you think they should act so that you can feel a certain way is a manual. So said differently, you have manuals for anybody that you think should behave in a certain way. Or um, need to do certain things so that you can feel safe, happy, at ease, so that you can have a good time. Most of us have manuals for many people. We have expectations for behavior and then we think we have this thought that if people lived up to whatever expectations we have from them that we could feel a certain way. So if you have manuals for people, just know that you're not alone. Most of us have rooms full of manuals. We have manuals for our friends and how they're supposed to act. We have manuals for significant others or partners and how they're supposed to act. We have manuals for how a house is supposed to be cleaned or how food is supposed to be made. We are We have manuals for how people drive if you're a driver or how they're supposed to behave on public transportation or planes, things like that. So we all have manuals, which is important to note. And the manuals really impact how we interact with other people or our experience with them. So when you have a manual for somebody, when you think if so-and-so behaved in a certain way, I could feel safer or happier or less triggered, there are a few things that are happening. One is that you're delegating how you feel in that moment to them. So rather than taking responsibility for how you feel, you're saying to yourself, I can only feel good if they behave in a certain way. And if you've been listening to this podcast, or even if you're new, we know that that isn't true because no one else can make us feel in any certain way. Nobody else, no one's behavior causes us to feel a certain way. We only feel a certain way because of thoughts that we have in our brain. So when you are saying, if so-and-so behaved in a certain way, or I could feel good if they behaved in a certain way, you're abdicating your own responsibility for how you feel You're not acknowledging that the thoughts that you're having are leading to feeling how you feel. And this is a really disempowering place to be. It usually doesn't feel great when you hand over how you feel to someone else, even if you're not familiar with this principle that your thoughts cause your feelings. It just feels really... I don't know, groundless to say, well, my mom has to do a certain thing or behave in a certain way for me to feel safe or happy, or my uncle needs to stop saying these things so I don't feel triggered, or my boss needs to stop giving me feedback in this way so I can feel okay. So when you start to recognize and take responsibility for how you feel, you can release others to behave how they do behave and how they probably always will behave. This is where the thought that I offered at the beginning, that's just so-and-so doing what so-and-so always does, can be really powerful to to give to your brain, to offer to your brain. So instead of saying, I can only be happy, again, you might not consciously be thinking this, but instead of saying, I can only be happy if my uncle stops saying this thing or acts in a certain way, you're just saying when you meet him, when you interact with him, you're telling your brain, that's just so-and-so doing what so-and-so always does. That's just my uncle doing what he always does. Because when you don't expect your uncle or anyone else to behave in a certain way or do a certain thing or say a certain thing, you're releasing them from the manual that you've created for them and that, by the way, they never agreed to, and you let them just be. You let them just exist as they are. You stop needing them to be something for you. This also makes setting boundaries a lot easier, which again, we're going to talk about that next week. So you might be saying to me, yeah, okay, I get it. Uncle you know, so-and-so can, can do what he always does, but then they do things wrong. So they're making the food wrong or they're setting the table wrong or they're talking about politics wrong, whatever it is. And in this case, you have a couple choices if they're doing something wrong in that way. You can do it how you want to do it and release from them from their duties, or you can recognize that there are many right ways to do something. So this is a little bit similar to the manual of you have a manual of how someone's supposed to behave or how something is supposed to be done. So instead of a manual for a specific person, this is sort of like a manual for maybe how cranberry sauce is supposed to be made. And this applies to everybody. When you have a manual for how something is supposed to be done, and it's not done in that way, it can be very be anything from disappointing to infuriating for you so usually the thought is they're not doing it right or there's a right way to do this when you release people from that from that responsibility of doing something right or you start to insert the thought there's not there're many right ways to do something You recognize that you have a preference for how something's done, like for instance, making cranberry sauce. I'm saying this because I love cranberry sauce, (laughs) but you recognize that your way is not the with a capital T right way. When you can start to acknowledge that there isn't a right way to make cranberry sauce or to set a table, but there are many right ways of getting there, it also releases you from having to be the hall monitor of the event of making sure that everything is done perfectly. So it can feel really relaxing to just say like, this doesn't have to be done in a right way. I don't have to take responsibility for how everything is done. With both of these cases, it's really interesting to watch your brain after you've relinquished control or after you've let people go from the manual and notice what comes up and what emotions are there. And oftentimes we don't wanna feel the emotions that are there and that's why we are so adamant about people Uh, agreeing to our manuals or behaving in a certain way, making the cranberry sauce in a certain way. So if you are going home, how do you prep for this? Before you visit or you accept any visitors, make a list of the triggers that you know about. You know, the things, the behaviors that people have, the things they say, the things they do. Make a long list of all of those. Just let your brain kind of go wild and write everything down. And then recognize that those are your thoughts. So you can recognize that it's not the behavior that's triggering you or the things that are on that list. It's your thoughts about whatever's on the list that's making you feel how you feel. During a visit, you can create some safety for yourself using maybe a slow breath or a gentle reminder that you're safe. You can acknowledge that you're feeling what you're feeling and offer yourself some optional thoughts. You can also, beforehand, you can write down some of these thoughts to use during the event. So they might be the two that I've given you, so so-and-so can act as so-and-so does, or that's just them being them, or there is, there is no right way to do this. But you can also create ones that feel more available to you. And know that how you feel during an event is your responsibility, And that when you take on that responsibility, often that comes with an empowerment that you can make the event what you want it to be. And like I said, it can usually make setting boundaries a lot easier. So when you say I'm responsible for how I feel at this dinner and it's not Uncle Joe's responsibility or my mom's responsibility or my sibling's responsibility, then suddenly... You get to make it what you want it to be. You can keep connecting to this responsibility over and over again throughout the event when you find yourself, you know, bringing out the manuals for other people or the right ways to do things, the long list of right ways. When you start to take responsibility for how you feel and you let go of the long list of the right way to do things and the manuals, suddenly you're suffering less during the event. Suddenly you have spaciousness and maybe even grace to be how you want to be. And I want to offer that don't worry if you listen to this episode and try and implement these things and it's not a magic cure. So all of a sudden if things aren't better, it takes practice. It takes building awareness, building that safety for yourself, consciously thinking in a different way. You have a long history with your family or friends and change takes time. You also have a long history with your brain and your own neural pathways and they are ingrained. So whatever you're doing, whatever kind of shifts you're trying to make this holiday season, just know that you're doing great and that it takes time to shift them. But every time that you do interrupt these thoughts, every time you let go of a manual or you cross one thing off that long list of ways to do things right, that you're making positive shifts for yourself and that you're starting to release yourself from the cage of suffering that you might be in at family events. Okay. I hope that if family events are tough for you, that this year they're a little bit easier and that if family events are easy for you, that they continue to be easy. Most of all, I'd just like to thank you for listening and I will see you next week and happy holidays. Thank you so much for joining me today. If you're looking for another way to bring a little bit of joy into your life, I have just the thing for you. My Feel Your Feelings mini course is designed to help you develop emotional literacy and increase your emotional resilience. It's totally free and available for you by going to Cecilia, that's C-E-C-E-L-I-A-B Mandryk, M-A-N-D-R-Y-K dot forward slash free training. I just know you're going to love it. We'll see you back here next week on Happiness Created. See you then. Here's a quick reminder to follow this podcast so you can get your weekly dose of happy delivered right to the top of your favorite podcast app. All you need to do is open the Apple podcast or Spotify app on your phone, search for happiness created, click on the show and hit the little plus sign or follow button in the upper right corner. I'll meet you back here next week.